From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Here we go with WIA National News for week commencing October 4. And something different, let's look at some social activity, some state activity first. In VK1, Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club is on the move. After 11 years at the Farrell location, they moved to the Mount Muggamugga Scout Hall, 17 Astrolobe Street at Red Hill. Just check out the CRARC club page on wia.org.au for the location map. The next general meeting on the 28th of October, that's a Wednesday night, will be the first meeting at the new location. Northern Tasmanian Amateur Radio Club October's monthly meeting will be a social event with a dinner meeting at Tranquility Gardens Wednesday the 14th of October at 6.30pm. Guest speaker Brendan McMahon on the Bureau of Meteorology talking about all things weather related. Please let Anne VK7FYBG or Jason VK7ZJA know if you will be attending. Up in VK8, the next job for Frank, VK8FT, is to organise Jota in Darwin. Now, Frank tells me he expects to have VK8BP on the air from Howard Springs, which is, of course, just a short distance away from Darwin. And National News wants to keep up with you on Twitter. So look for VK1WIA now on Twitter. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in Kempsey, on 7146 kHz at 10am. I'm VK2 TV Ray Wells and I'm on air at Community Station 2WET, Tank FM 103.1. Are you a current radio announcer? Were you a radio announcer? SBS, ABC, Narrowcast, Community or Commercial Announcer and hold a ham licence? National News at wia.org.au wants to hear from you for a very special news broadcast for November 15... And we have something like 20 to 24 already. Maybe there are more of you out there. Looks like we'll have enough for another special broadcast as we celebrate the centenary later on in 2010. But please, as a matter of urgency, email nationalnews at wia.org.au. You know, 135 kilometres east of Birdsville is a long way from anywhere. And it's a long way that a mobile phone will work, so it was lucky the driver of a rolled vehicle had plenty of people on the road that day. Even luckier that some of them were amateur radio operators on a de-expedition with the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club. While Richard, VK2LET, assisted with first aid to the driver, Kevin, VK2FTTP, called Kev, VK4KKD in Brisbane. Kev called Triple O and advised the Queensland Ambulance Service of the situation and after some initial questions and realising that Birdsville was not a suburb of Brisbane, the Ambos called the Royal Flying Doctor. The Royal Flying Doctor service called a nurse from a nearby station and on her arrival treated the driver for shock and some abrasions to the head. Four police officers returning to Brisbane after helping out with the Birdsville races stopped to assist. They couldn't get the satellite phone to work, so they started some minor investigations into the accident. The police and ambulance arrived and took the driver by road back to Birdsville. This incident goes to show that amateur radio is truly a fail-safe form of communications. The full story and other interesting articles from the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club can be found in the upcoming issues of AR Magazine. From VK1WIA, this has been VK2LET for the WIA National News Service. 
counting down to our centenary. We are the Wireless Institute of Australia, the world's oldest amateur radio society. This is Michael Owen, VK3KI. As I promised on last week's broadcast, we are today launching details of the WIA centenary celebrations. I'd like to introduce the chairman of the centenary committee, David Wardlaw, VK3ADW, to officially launch the celebrations. Thanks, Michael. Yes, it is my privilege to officially launch the WIA centenary celebrations. The centenary committee, comprising of Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, Jim Linton, VK3PC, Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, and myself as chairman, we have for the last 18 months been planning the celebrations. Peter has led a group that has been researching the early history of amateur radio and the WIA from archival material held by the WIA and others, whilst Robert and Jim have been busily working on presentation material, media communications and various commemorative items that I'm sure will be collected and treasured by many in years to come. It also gives me great pleasure to announce that a special commemorative call sign, VK100WIA, will be issued to the WIA by the ACMA. It will be used by the WIA itself in May and shared amongst the WIA-affiliated clubs until the end of October. We will hear a little more about this shortly, but for the moment I would like to introduce to you Peter Wolfenden. Over the last year and a half, a project has been underway to scour the WIA archives for material on the history of the Institute. The WIA's historical documents have been brought together at the new Bayswater office, where searching, sorting and indexing has taken place, a process which of necessity will be ongoing. I'd like to acknowledge my sincere appreciation to David Wardlaw and Chris Long, VK3AML, for their assistance with this enormous project, and to Jenny, VK5ANW, for doing the laborious data entry work to date. Much new information has been uncovered, some confirming our history as has been previously recorded, and some myths have been put to rest. The historic recordings, Sounds of Amateur Radio Volume 1, released for the WIA 75th celebration in 1985, will be re-released, along with the Sounds of Amateur Radio Volume 2, currently in production, and will be on sale later this year. The Institute's acknowledgement of the centenary of organised amateur radio in Australia will truly be an event to remember. Now to talk about the special commemorative call sign, here is Jim Linton. The special WIA centenary call sign is VK100WIA. As previously announced, it will be put to air by the WIA in May next year. The QSL card has been designed and contact with VK100WIA will be required to qualify for the limited edition WIA Centenary Award. Thank you to the Waverley Amateur Radio Society for providing a photo of its founders from 1920 which features on the QSL card and award certificate. Use of the VK100 WIA call sign by clubs will be on a roster system. 
a letter explaining how to get on the roster and an outline of the online booking service form have been sent to the secretaries of all clubs. Now it's over to Robert Broomhead. Thanks, Jim. The 2010 WIA AGM Weekend of Activities are being held in Canberra from Friday the 28th to Sunday the 30th of May. Now, as soon as the weekend plans are fully locked in, we'll have details up on the WIA website and a brochure sent to you, our members, included with your amateur radio magazine. Those who enjoyed our previous AGM weekends held in parks, Broken Hill and Gippsland will not be disappointed, as the planning for the Canberra weekend is on a scale that far exceeds anything that we've done before. So put that date in your diary today. The WIA website has also has a new centenary section with a wealth of information on the centenary activities. Access is via the News and Events tab or via the centenary link on the right-hand side of the homepage. Our range of special WIA centenary merchandise is now available via the website and centenary posters have been printed and will be distributed to clubs along with the new Calling CQ poster and Calling CQ brochures. And now back to Michael. So there you have it. We are proud to launch the WIA Centenary Celebrations. We do hope that you and your club will become involved and that your club will devise and conduct a special event promoting amateur radio in your community and take part by putting the VK100 WIA call sign on air between the 1st of June and the 31st of October next year. You can read more about our plans in the comment section on page 1 of this month's AR magazine. Please let us know of your ideas and plans on how you can be involved in celebrating this very special event. We have established an email address for all inquiries relating to the centenary. It is centenary at wia.org.au. Thank you, and it's back to Graham. In ACMA News, responding to concerns about declining standards in the use of marine radio and compliance with the requirement to hold an operator's certificate of proficiency, the Australian Communications and Media Authority has released a discussion paper about regulatory arrangements for VHF marine radios used by recreational boat operators. The discussion paper invites comments from marine radio users about safety and the use of VHF radio by recreational boaters and follows concerns expressed by the National Maritime Safety Committee and representatives of the maritime community. In further ACMA news, their third spectrum tune-up, this to be held November 18, will focus on technical innovation in motor vehicles and other forms of transport and how it's driving changes in radio frequency spectrum planning and use. The morning session of the Transport Spectrum Tune-Up will focus on Intelligent Transport Systems, ITS. ITS has the potential to reduce road accidents and decrease congestion, therefore saving time, lives and reducing vehicle operating costs and air pollution. The afternoon session will focus on maritime and aviation issues, the 400 MHz band and non-ITS emergency warning systems and radio frequency identification. There will also be a presentation on rail transport issues focusing on 400 megs, 1.8 gigs and spectrum sharing with the electricity industry. The transport spectrum tune-up will be held at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. Now places are limited. To register, go to the ACMA web address, which is shown 
in the text edition of this, the WIA National News, on wia.org.au. From the WIA News Hub in Perth and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio. I'm James, VK6NAH. The Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club congratulates Scott Wilson, who was successful in sitting his Foundation Licence Assessment and is applying for the call sign of VK7FTT, or VK7FRAT. If you are a non-amateur or shortwave listener living in the northwest or west coast of Tasmania and would like to become a licensed amateur radio operator, then get along to a meeting and find out more about this interesting hobby. If you cannot make it to a meeting but would like to find out more, then contact the learning facilitator Keith Winkler, VK7KW, or any of the committee members. Full details can easily be found by a Yahoo or Google search of CCARC Tasmania. And as I go this week, listen out for and make welcome new Westlakes member Michael, VK2FCMD. Michael sat and passed his foundation call at the Waverley Amateur Radio Club. For the WIA National News Service, I'm James, VK6NAH in Perth, WA. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Victoria, it can be heard on the VK3 RMM Mount Macedon repeater at 147.250, 10.30am Sunday mornings. I'm Brad, VK3 Triple FM. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The International Amateur Radio Union, IARU, will be exhibiting and participating in the upcoming ITU Telecom World 2009 convention early in this month of October. The event will be used to roll out the new IARU Emergency Communications brochure, as well as to showcase some publications of the IARU member societies. Dot dot dot, cash cash cash. Estate agent signals Marconi sale. It was the Irish home of a wireless pioneer and has now gone on the market for £400,000. Italian inventor Guglielmo Marconi carried out early radio transmission experiments to and from Rathlin Island from Ballycastle in 1898. His house, known as Marconi's Cottage, sits on the rocks of the North Antrim coast two miles outside Ballycastle. Belfast-based selling agent BTW Cairns described the cottage as sitting on a secluded 18-acre site with breathtaking sea views and surrounded by rural countryside, just the spot for an inventor to quietly tinker with electromagnetic waves. Ab Fab, actress Joanna Lumley of absolutely fabulous fame, took to the airwaves to celebrate the birth of Robert Burns. GB250RB was activated on September 20 by the Wignington Shire Amateur Radio Club and the highlight of the station's day was when Joanna visited the operating area, passed a greeting on the 40 metre band to another special event station, GB2HEN, operated by Dave and one TWO in Suffolk. The call sign GB250 is in use till the 31st of December from locations that have a connection with Burns. USA in Dallas, Unleashed Indoor Dog Park is noted as being the first dog daycare centre in the world. To keep track of clients and their pets, dogs are given a tag embedded with an RFID inlay to be worn on the animal's collar. Each time the animal approaches a gate, equipped with an RFID reader, the RFID tag transmits an identification number to the reader. 
the ID is then transmitted to yet another software, and once there, information pertaining to the animal's health and disposition is verified. This entire process takes only seconds, and once verified, a green light is displayed, and the various locks and gates to the most appropriate area for that particular dog are released. The ID's final destination is a financial management provider where it's paired with the appropriate credit card information and verified. For VK1WIA, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Operational news, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. First up, the on-air contest column. This weekend, of course, is the Oceania Contest SSB to be followed by the weekend of October 10 and 11 with the CW version of the Oceania Contest. November 1, ZL Strait Key Night. November 28 and 29, VK Spring VHF UHF Field Day. November 28 and 29, CQ Worldwide CW. Special event calls, Beacon, DX and Net Advice. GB70GB is a very special event call sign issued by Ofcom for the 70th anniversary of the opening of the Research Centre at Great Baddow. This is the home to what was originally Marconi's research laboratories. Later it was also home to famous staff including spy catcher author Peter Wright and Chris Cockerell, inventor of the hovercraft. The station will be operating on Saturday the 3rd of October and will be operated by members of the Chelmsford Amateur Radio Society. Baddow was also home to the last surviving fully intact 360-foot Shane home radar mast from the Battle of Britain. Special event station GB4GDS celebrating the work of the Guide Dogs for the Blind organisation will be operating from October 30. GB4GDS hopes to be active on 80 metres, 40 metres, 20 metres and 2 metres. GB4GDS celebrates the 78th anniversary of the first Guide Dog training in 1931. Over this weekend, the 3rd and 4th of October, members of the Grimsby and District Battalion will be operating GB1BB for the founding weekend on the air, which celebrates the founding of the Boys' Brigade movement in 1887. Also on the air will be the 1st Bermuda Battalion, callsign VP9400BB. KL50 celebrates Alaska Day October 18 and 19. Listen out for the call KL50. It will be on the air celebrating as a special event station in celebration of the 2009 Alaska Day. Operation will be on 160 through 10 metres, including the wark bands using phone, CW and RITI. Antarctica. VU3 BPZ was QRV from Antarctica during 2000 to 2004, and again during the second wintering during 2004 to 2006. VU3 BPZ will once again head to Antarctica with the 29th Indian Antarctic Expedition. The team is expected to be there over the winter during a long-term operation between November the 15th and March 2011. VU3BPZ is expected to be on the air from the Matri base WAPIND03 using VU3BPZ and also a special call sign AT10BP to be issued by the Ministry of Communication and IT. Intruder watch, enforcement zone. More interference from over the horizon radar. IAIE Region 1 reports that Russian over-the-horizon radar is active daily on 14,440 kHz and is producing splatter plus or minus 110 kHz. The upper part of the 20-metre band is affected too. The German PTT has been informed. IAIE Region 1 also reports that in the evening hours of the 18th of September a strong weather fact signal appeared on 14,001.9 kHz. Bearings pointed to the USA and the transmissions came from the US Coast Guard. Jack, AA3GZ, informed the US Coast Guard and they promised to solve the problem. 
The same day, a strong F1B signal was heard on 7.101.7 MHz. The IDEN belonged to the Royal Navy in Fastlane, Scotland. Interference was reported to the German PTT, who informed Ofcom. About 20 minutes later, the transmission was finished. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the HAMS domain, Wikipedia to colour code text. Starting soon, an optional feature on Wikipedia called Wikitrust will colour code every word on the online encyclopedia based on the reliability of its author and the length of time it has persisted on the page. Text from questionable sources starts out with a bright orange background, whilst text from trusted authors gets a lighter shade. As more people view and edit the text, it gradually gains more trust and turns from orange to what's normal for a given page. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, East Malaysia IOTA Operation. Steve, 9M6DXX from Borneo, plans to be busy from East Malaysia over the next couple of months as 9M8Z from Sarawak, OC088, October the 22nd to the 26th. Activity will be on SSB only, but will also include operations in the CQ Worldwide DX SSB contest on October the 24th to the 25th. QSL via LOTW or via the Bureau to M0URX. Then November, Steve will be joined by John, 9M6XRO, and the operators will activate Paula Loban Island, OC133, between November the 6th to the 8th. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. Old Timers, members and friends of the Radio Amateur Old Timers Club of Australia, you're reminded that the next news and information broadcast will take place on the first Monday of the month, that is tomorrow the 5th. 10am Victorian time on 7.060 and 3.650 MHz plus 1.843 MHz AM. On 14.150 MHz at 0100 hours UTC beaming north and 0200 hours UTC beaming west from Melbourne. And for those not yet retired, 8.30pm Victorian time, tuning in on the 80 metre band, 3.650 MHz. And if you're in Tasmania, 8.30 on the Mount Duncan repeater, 146.625. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. The North East Radio Club, the Scout Radio Activities Group and Tramere Sea Scouts are operating a Jota station on Saturday the 17th of October from 11am till 8pm. The station will cater for joeys, cubs, scouts and venturers in the eastern suburbs of Adelaide. On the day, we're expecting over 100 participants. A number of activities have been planned for the day, including transmitters operating on HF, 2 metres, 70 centimetres, IRLP and Echolink. We'll be using Tranmere Sea Scouts call sign of VK5TSS and if you would like to arrange a sked, please send an email to vk5tss at yahoo.com or well, if you hear us calling CQ on the 17th, give us a call. I'm Charlie, VK5KDK, and you're listening to VK1WIA. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. 
Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Sydney, it can be heard on VK2RWI on 147MHz at 10am on Sundays. I'm John Mazels, VK2JPM. Towards the end of WIA National News we go, and it's time for the social scene. This week's social scene, we've got lots of good input by radio hams from right across Australia. Don't forget, when you do send us information, make sure that you also email us the text and file your audio on the WIA upload area. Most important. Okay, uh, what have we got? We've got October 25, Ballarat. Well, we'll uh, ask them to pop in in uh, just a sec. October 12 to 16 in ZL is the 14th IARU Region 3 Conference in Christchurch. In October 11, the Shepparton and District Amateur Radio Clubs, that's their communication and display day or a ham fest at St Augustine's Hall or Street Shepparton. October 31 to November 1, Queensland Sunshine Coast's October Camp Catch-Up at Maidenwell Observatory. That's just west of Yarraman. And November 1 in VK2 is Westlake's Amateur Radio Club Westlake's Field Day. And November 15 in VK4, Queensland Club's President's Lunch at the G-Bunk RSL. And our very special edition of WIA National News, read by radio broadcasters. The Ballarat Amateur Radio Group Annual Hamvention will be held on uh, Sunday, October 25. Bring along all your good homebrew gear and have it judged in the homebrew competition. Substantial prizes are available for the best items. All the usual traders of new gear are in attendance, as well as the tables of pre-loved gear will be on display. In excess of 50 tables booked already... Would you like to book a table? Then contact us on email at hamvention at barg.org.au. The new location is the Ballarat Greyhound Racing Track off Rubicon Street in Ballarat. Check out the details on our website www.barg.org.au. Remember, Sunday, October 25, Victoria's leading country hambention at Ballarat. This has been Bob, VK3NBV, for the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group. The South Coast Amateur Radio Club in VK5 will be holding its 2009 annual general meeting on the 25th of November. The meeting will be held at the club rooms located at 16 Roberts Road, Hackham West, commencing at 7.30pm. Members are requested to attend with visitors and guests more than welcome. For apologies or for more information, please contact the Secretary by email at secretary at scarc.org.au or visit the club website www.scarc.org.au This has been Steph, VK5HSX, on behalf of the South Coast Amateur Radio Club in South Australia. VK6, Scout Communications Team, Fire Sale, Garage Sale. It's on on Saturday, October the 31st, 2009. There wasn't a fire, nor do we have a garage. However, sometime in the next several months, our place will be demolished to make way for a new building. We need to clear out our lovingly stored gear. We'll be selling electronic equipment, components, remnants and various other items. All must be sold. 
We also invite outside vendors to bring along their goods for sale. The venue is the Peter Hughes Scout Communications Centre on the corner of Gibbs Street and Welshpool Road, East Kennington. The time will be 9am for sellers and 11am for buyers. Admission will be sellers $5, buyers gold coin donation. Refreshments will be on sale, snacks, lunch, tea, coffee, cool drinks. Harmonics welcome. There's enough ground here for them to safely play. There's plenty of parking, so come along for an enjoyable few hours. And proceeds will go towards fitting out our new radio shack. Inquiries to Bob Bristow, VK6POP, QTHR. And uh, this has been VK6KAD reporting. Thanks, Dennis. Well, there we are, the end of WIA National News for the week of October 4. Lots of good news in there, lots of exciting things happening with our centenary, so stay tuned for that one. Also, I'd like to thank all those ex-radio announcers, those current radio announcers that have gotten hold of us. Boy, are they coming in thick and fast, and uh, it's going to be a, well, probably enough to run two, maybe even three broadcasts over the next 12 months. But our first one, of course, November 15. If you are a radio announcer, have been, email us, nationalnews at wia.org.au, and uh, we'll be in contact with you. Don't forget, when you do file audio, make sure that in the file name, you do include your call sign because we get lots and lots of files coming in by the time they're put on memory sticks, taken into the mix booth. All of a sudden, we might end up with many files almost named the same, such as WIA News, WIA, This Is The News, etc. So make sure, please, that you do include your uh, name, uh, your call sign in that file name. And finally, when you do send a script and you're not sending audio, please, please make sure you do send it in the third person. Okay, that's enough. I'm out of here. Catch you next week. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.